0: Why the heck am I pocket watching Joe Burrow and the Bengals? And what does that have to do with Jacksonville? I'll tell you in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcasts Network. Your team every day. what's happening good people thank you for joining me tony wiggins the host of the locked on jaguars podcast thank you for joining me on the locked on jaguars podcast we're at your team every day and we thank you for making us your first listen a quick reminder that we are free to subscribe to on our locked on jaguars youtube page make sure you hit that like button and even that bell button so you can get notifications when we do another episode and wherever you get your audio podcast make sure you tap in every day so you do not miss an episode of locked on jaguar shout out to my everydayers what's going on everydayers and to new listeners new listeners we thank you for joining us come back tomorrow you won't be new you'll just be family just like everybody else all right so let me give it to you today man we are talking about contract extensions for quarterbacks trevor lawrence isn't eligible one eligible for one until after this season and uh they can't wink wink even talk about it the parameters of it wink wink they can't discuss it and normally they don't uh until he completes his third season overall and they get to the off season but we're going to talk about it anyway we talked about it not too long ago but we're going to talk about it today because i talked to my man james rapine up with the cincinnati Bengals, locked on Bengals, and he told me something that joe burrow spoke today you can catch more of that in-depth conversation on locked on nfl uh the wednesday edition of locked on nfl with james and i because we get really really deep and specific with it what's interesting to me we know that joe burrow and tua uh tiger valoa and justin herbert all came out in the same draft we also know that that draft was a year prior to trevor lawrence being picked for the jacksonville jaguars And we know that quarterbacks tend to set the market and then reset the market whenever it's their time up, whether they're the best in the league or it's not – how these guys are getting paid isn't based on – well, kind of based on, but not – the order of the money that they make is not based on the order of how good we think they are. It's usually just who is the next guy up, right, and where you're going to slot them. Uh, in in terms of uh, annual monies per year listen we saw the whole lamar jackson thing go on and on and on and on and on and we we had to know that that wasn't going to end without uh him getting a deal in baltimore even though i thought it wouldn't because uh they were asking for fully guaranteed contracts and i just think that's something that owners don't want to do uh for for a number of reasons injuries are one the other thing is you need some help. You know, you you need to you need those years where you can stretch the the guaranteed money out and the upfront money, you need it to be able to stretch it out so you can actually feel a very very competitive team. So all of that uh, came into play. Lamar got his money, right after Jalen Hurts got his. Therefore, how do you look at Burrow, Tua and Herbert who are all due possibly or probably to get their stuff done before trevor even though there's a little trepidation about tour because you want to see him stay healthy for a number of years and so they could ride that thing out to the fifth year option without a deal just to be sure but something interesting came out of my conversation with james rapine uh, once again with locked on Bengals, and that is that joe burrow mentioned that he's in negotiations with the Bengals, right that they're ongoing, that they've been talking about it, discussing it. And he left open, according to James Rapine, the idea of a hometown discount. Now, this is where it gets interesting for Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville and any quarterback that gets a deal after Joe Burrow, especially if he does anything that looks like a hometown discount, right? Or a team-friendly deal. Quite honestly, that's exactly what Patrick Mahomes did by making it a 10-year deal, right? And this only comes up because we sit here and think about Lamar Jackson like, yeah, no, you offer me a three-year deal and this, that, but what about those other two years? See, that's the kind of stuff that when dudes were debating me or whether or not you need an agent or whether or not... um Lamar was being super, super smart about the situation or whether he was really, really informed, just when he says stuff like that or when he said stuff like that, you had to know that the team wasn't negotiating as if he wasn't going to be there those last two years. You had to know that they're doing that so that they could actually help you by putting, spreading the money out for their bookkeeping so that they could put a, a competitive team on the field around you and that they wouldn't be limited like some other ball clubs. Now, can it be done? Sure. Green Bay did it for Aaron Rogers. Like they locked up a whole bunch of money with a rock and they were willing to pay Devonte Adams at the same time. So can teams do it? Yeah. But you better be really, really, really good at drafting and roster building and you have to have a reputation of not being super, super active in free agency. Like green Bay and Pittsburgh, those teams typically, don't come out and try to win free agency. They just draft guys that uh that fit the culture of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers and, and they grow and groom their own people. And it's also easy to do that when you have a real, real veteran quarterback and you know you're not searching for an identity like some of these young teams are. So it leads me to think this. If Joe Burrow took a hometown discount, would that change the way these quarterbacks are negotiating or the ones that are coming up? Like, for instance, hey, had he done this before Lamar Jackson got his money? What would Lamar have done? Would Lamar have still taken that stance? Now, it's not a stance of greed either. Let me tell you what it is. It's the type of stance that you take when it's your – when it's your time and what i mean by that is when it's your chance you can't cut the water off for people because the reason why you are in position to get this kind of money remember i told you about the nfl team being a fraternity right if you get your chance to stand up to that podium and get 45 million dollars guaranteed that's happened because somebody else did it before you and who are you to get up there and decide that you're going to change that total trajectory, right? That you're going to change. So that's why guys want their money. Guys want their money because it's their time to step up to the plate and get paid and now make sure that the person behind, the next guy that comes along gets paid as well. And then, you know, from a team perspective, you kind of want that. All right. If we're going to pay our guy, then you better pay your guy the next time. Because what that does is if you're going to pay your guy and then no other teams wanting to pay their guy, then they have a an advantage over you because you're spending out and coughing up all this money and they're not, but you should be whooping them on the field by the way. So it's a really, really touchy situation. I just know that certain athletes get called greedy and certain athletes don't Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert ain't got to never walk into an office and be begging for anything. You can believe that. So uh, you can have 99 problems on your team, but paying a quarterback that you really, really like, that you don't have answers or questions about, whether or not he's the type of quarterback that can lead your franchise, that ain't a problem. When those guys come up, the owner will be glad to write that check, especially if you're Shaq Khan and you haven't had the luxury of having a franchise quarterback in the past. So that won't be a problem. They'll gladly write that check. They'll gladly do it. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy who will gladly structure it in a way that is an extremely, extremely franchise friendly. We'll discuss more of that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. But first, I need to let you know that today's show is sponsored by FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I'm going to let you know right now, man, these NBA playoffs, it all comes down to who the best tandem is going to be and which one of the two guys that are listed for those Final Four teams does not show up and disappear. And whoever stays healthy. So there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than america's number one sports book and find out that type of inside information that you need before you lay down your wages so visit fandu.com locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's fandu.com locked on fandu official sports betting partner of the nba running it down here man on locked on jaguars on this glorious and beautiful day here in north florida Shout out to everyone who is off work today. I'm always off work. James and I talked about that too on Locked On NFL. It's like, we love our job. Even though football now is a 24-hour cycle, it's 12 months. This is what it is. I'm telling you, man. It it really, really helps to have uh, so much going on right now all the time about football. It almost feels like you don't have to wait for something, right? The Jags don't have to wait until next year they actually have to wait till next year but they don't have to wait till next year to start formulating ideas in their brain about who's gonna get paid and who won't trevor Lawrence will be on the who will get paid in segment three i'll throw out some candidates for guys that might not get paid because they might fall on the wrong side of things if the jaguars work a deal out with trevor lawrence look they might the jaguars might not they might not extend him next year they might wait another year If I'm Trevor Lawrence and I want to say, okay, I want to be the highest paid player in the league, you know what I do? I play next year. I let them do what they're going to do with Burrow and Tua and everybody else. And then I play this season. I'll play next year, which is year four. They'll pick up the fifth year option and then we'll work something out. So if you're a year, year, if you're a year removed or maybe two years removed away from these other guys getting extensions, you can pull a fat Joe and say today's price is not yesterday's price or you can do both they're not binary here you can you can actually become the highest paid player in the league which i think Trevor will more than be able to uh i think they're going buy, Mahomes might get another deal uh here pretty soon and do what Patrick did for the chiefs and string that thing out 10 years so that they can really really stretch it out and you can start paying people remember mahomes is on under a, a, a huge huge contract and they're still able to play Chris, pay Chris Jones. They were still willing to pay uh Cheetah before they traded him, and they're they're also they went out and signed Jawan Taylor because we we've done seventeen thousand podcasts about that in the last sixty days. They paid him, so guess what? That means it hasn't prohibited them from being able to go out and 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 one to retain their good players and two go out and just get get another nice little piece. But there's something else that enabled them to do that. And this is the this is a a, a a turn that the Jaguars made this off season. They become a draft and developed team. This is why I got so upset with Jacksonville because if there was a year just for you to go out and do what they did with Jawan, just get one guy at a critical position. I don't care if it was Darius Slade, but I, I know you're paying Williams all that money and he can't play very well inside. Um, I know you you've invested a lot in your edge guys that you still hope can can be as good as said investment right you got Calvin Ridley you've invested a lot in with draft picks on the offensive line so where do you spend the money you you already got your your off the ball linebackers that you resourced out in terms of where you got them in the draft uh, or sign them to big money free agents uh, free agency dollars last year so i understand like okay so where where do you go get a big big name big player where wig you said they should have gone out and got somebody and uh here's my answer for you i don't care where they went and got just don't sit here and just act like you you got it all licked right now like there ain't nobody out there that can help you right because that's a little bit of arrogance that's like I understand you not trying to hedge your bets, and I understand you sticking with the guys that you drafted and having faith in your coaching staff to develop them. I get it. But Kansas City had every right not to the, – the, over the last two years, they've drafted like 10 starters. And if you take the last three years, they've drafted even more than that. So the thing is, is if any team has drafted well, it's them. They're like four rookies starting in the Super Bowl. So the thing is, is – they had the biggest excuse and reason to say, Jackson develop. we ain't going out there spending no money on nobody. Nah, we ain't doing that. They had the biggest reasons to do that. But that's not what they did. They still went out and grabbed somebody. That's going to become, in my opinion, more and more difficult for the Jaguars in the future, which is why I, don't, I ain't mad that they're getting away from doing that kind of stuff, right? I think Trevor can do both things. He can wait. He can do it next year, next summer or next spring. He can wait to see what everybody's numbers are, even though I think Joe Burrow is the one, the, the 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 guy that doesn't have that huge contract yet, who's gonna reset the market. And then after he goes, then the Chiefs will probably do something again for Mahomes. And then they'll tweak Josh Allen's. Uh I can't imagine anybody Justin Herbert is gonna want now. He's the one that that might be in a little bit of trouble because. Even though he's going to get super, super paid, I don't think he's going to set the market. I I think these other guys will always set the market. He's always going to be paid in the top five, but I don't think he's going to be that dude. I think Trevor Lawrence, even with Mahomes, even with Burrow, Trevor can actually set that market. Yeah, and I'm saying that because I think Trevor's better, for one. And then number two is... He means so much to Jacksonville. Shai Khan ain't going to trip about that. I'm telling you right now, if he comes in and you get what you want, I want this bet. You got it. How much guaranteed? No problem. How much you need it signing? You got that too. But now let's do this. Let's work together and stretch this thing in a way that's going to really, 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 really help you. Let us help you put other stuff around you. So one of the arguments against that is, don't be worried about nobody else. Take care of yourself first, right? But if Burl does it, will everyone expect everyone to do that? And I'm not talking about the dude's going to go in there making $30 million a year. No, I think he's going to be up there in the top five, but he's going to structure it in a way. He might reset it for a second, but structure it in a way and do what Patrick Mahomes do. And all those void years that Lamar uh, Lamar didn't want, I think he runs that thing out. Just think, Lamar didn't want three years. He didn't want two. He didn't want two years voided. Um, the kid in Kansas City did a ten year deal, so you have to compete with those guys, right? And that's why he still got money to go out and sign people because he did that. <laughs> Is everyone going to expect everyone to do that? Nobody. Everyone didn't follow Tom Brady when he did it. People haven't followed Mahomes. Is there going to be any kind of pressure or any kind of scenarios where he does this and um, makes other people? Will guys feel like they're not being a team player if they don't do it, too, if they don't follow suit, right? So I think uh, Trevor can do both, and I think he will. All right, I'm going to tell you about guys who might be left out, uh, last week, I said, Do I look like I got left off Bambushi, right? Well, guys who realistically might be people that won't get paid next year because they're focusing so much on Trevor Lawrence and what has to be done with him. We'll talk about that in just a second on Lockdown Jaguars. All right. Who might get left off Bambushi? Let's see who might be candidates, guys that are up for some money that ain't getting paid. One of them will not be Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley will get his money when he's due whatever what what he's due for. And I don't think his suspension and the reasons for it. Usually when if you see guys get suspended for stuff like steroids or domestic violence or DUIs and getting in trouble Sometimes you can use that to say, hey, we need to put some stuff in here to protect the team. I don't think the team needs to be protected from Calvin really. I don't think he's gonna make he, he's not gonna gamble on games. He's not gonna do that stuff. I don't I, I don't think I, I believe his character, I believe him. You listen to him talking is just a, a one-time thing that, that happened, and I don't think it's gonna happen again. He he's been contrite. He is absolutely made the people around here, including me, believe is that. It was just a one-time blip in the screen. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with his um, his contract. Will the fact that there aren't state taxes help out with some of these guys in terms of making things look as if it's a, a little bit of a hometown discount? But actually, it's the same kind of money, like maybe 6 million floats here the same way 9 million floats in New York. And I know some people are going to say, no, nah, it's way worse than that. But maybe... Um, Teams have used the no state taxes as a way to lure people as a, as a talking point. But no one's ever really, I don't think, used it uh, to negotiate a deal and say, well, six in Jacksonville is like seven and a half or eight in Atlanta. So you might as well take the job. I don't think that would fly. But it it might be when you're talking about just having a guy structure things a certain way. Hey, man, a payoff for you to structure your contract a certain way would be to string this out. And one of the payoffs is you ain't paying no state taxes, right? The other thing is uh, I said it really would not be having to worry. Uh, they gave up some stuff, not a whole lot in terms of it doesn't match his production on the field, but it's enough that they want to make sure there's not, not a one-off. Like he, he ain't just going to come here and play one year and bounce. So I think he gets paid. I think this year is critical for Walker Little. I think it's critical for Walker Little. I really do. If he's okay, if he's decent, if he's pretty good, then maybe, just maybe, he'll get he'll get some change. He'll, he'll get paid, and maybe what what they'll do is they'll be able to do him up early and and never let him hit uh, free agent because there would be no fifth year option on him. Right? He's a guy that that was a second round pick and bang now he has to get it get it done and the jaguars got to do something about it josh allen could be uh since they love compensatory picks so much josh allen could be a guy that misses out depending on what he asked for now he loves jacksonville could he look up and say you know what Give me a five-year deal for $75 million instead of trying to get $100 million like a lot of these other linemen are. Could he do something like that? Sure, if he wants to stay here and look at it for himself. But if he goes too much higher, I don't think the Jacksonville is going to pay a premium to keep him because even though they love him, it's, I, I don't think Trent Balk is ever going to give somebody money that he doesn't think they're worth. And you saw that with Juwan Taylor. And they could have done it this year, but they didn't. Right? Like, I'm not paying a right tackle that kind of money. Because regardless of where Kansas City plays, them, I heard they're gonna play him at right tackle too for now. Uh we weren't gonna pay him at play him at right tackle. That's that's not their evaluation. So, and I trust Coach Rousher. So, Coach Rousher, I, I I cannot say coach and rousher together because it sounds like I'm just running them together. But sure. So, could that be something that happens? Yeah, I'm telling you who else is gonna get paid, and they're gonna get exactly what they asked for, and that's Tyson Campbell. He gets paid. That's the one thing about drafting pretty good, decently. You got to pay people. You got to re-up guys, especially at these critical positions. You got to. You, you, you're going to have to do it. So, right away, what, what, what about Evan Ingram? If he plays on that, that franchise tender this year, they're going to franchise him again the following year. I think a lot of that depends on how the rookie p- plays. Mr. Strange, I, a lot of that depends on that. A guy picked in the same draft as Trevor Lawrence in the same year, uh, Travis Etienne, I think they run that out, play him on the 50 option, and he plays through all of that. And then you evaluate what you have with him and Tank Bixby. That's what I think happens with him. Cam Robinson, uh, what? He's in the first year of his extension or or something. I don't think Cam's going to be around too much longer than maybe possibly next season, right? So, you know, the Jaguars will have... Some things that they really, really have to consider, of who who exactly might be uh, on the watch list for being left off the record, for being left off of getting paid. A lot of it comes down to how much success they have too next year, and possibly the year after that. How close are they to their ultimate goal? And I think they're going to be really, really close. So a lot of those things really, really happen. Sometimes when you overthink it and try to overplan, you know some of these things end up answering for themselves. Like someone else emerges, right? Someone else emerges. What if one of these rookie pass rushers is just lights out, and this dude is getting sacks all over the place? Then it answers the question for you about Josh Allen, right? What happens if Montaric Brown all of a sudden turns into this really, really good corner once his development keeps continues to get better? And you don't have to do anything with it. What if this kid they took out of Texas A&M, Antonio Johnson, let you know, hey, Jenkins, if he's going to play his contract out, y'all can go ahead and let him move on the way the Bengals let their two safeties go because they had already planned for it, and they're going to fill those guys right in, in the draft. Watch how they draft. Go back and review how they picked last year and this year. And see who has the best chance at these positions to develop when they start to have attrition because they can't like Walker Little was for well. We assumed that Walker Little was for um for Taylor until we found out about the Cam situation. And then the Jaguars went and drafted another guy that's gonna play at right tackle. So all of these things matter, but the biggest domino of them all is Trevor Lawrence, and I think trevor's gonna get whatever he wants whenever he wants and he's gonna get it on time that's just period kind of sounds like the way my wife treats me right like i don't know what the word no is about anything i'm dead serious about that. you know she she does a lot of other stuff that might get on my nerves but um uh, she's always she's always there for me anytime i need about anything she She might give it to me, and you know if I tell her, "Hey, pick this up or pick that up," she'll stop and get it and go, "Here's your stuff you want. You know, I have to get a little attitude like all of us do, but Trevor won't get any attitude, he won't get any attitude at all from shot Khan Shot Khan gonna smile, pull out his pen and his checkbook, and he's gonna give him what he wants. The question is, if Joe Burrow takes that discount, is Trevor Lawrence going to be able to follow him and do the same thing? That's a big question. No question about where you'll be every day here with Lockdown Jaguars because that's what we do. It's your team every day, and we appreciate you guys. All of our everyday making us your first listen. We'll see you tomorrow here on Locked On Jaguars. We will continue to uh, take a look at that and look really, really hard at the free agency. And who's out there, who can really help the team. I might go through a list of 25 people and we'll go yay or nay, or whether or not we think they'll fit here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Take care. We'll see you next time. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.